When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It is a full studio. Today we have the Greg Wilson I'm back. back. How are you? I'm back. You're back. And uh, we just blew a microphone. Uh, <laughs> we got I'm back. Tyler Bo. Is your last week in town? This is my last week in town. This is the last podcast you're going to be on? Uh, probably. Oh, that's right. You're moving away. You're retiring. <laughs> oh, that's right. Again. You guys didn't know that, Never. but uh, he has decided to retire. From life. Yes. Never to be seen and, again. Right. He's going to go raise babies in, in Portland. Is that right? Yeah. yeah uh, I'm pretty sure when you get there, they give you a box of chickens. You have to grow a beard. And uh, and that's just the women. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> uh, I could shave mine off and give you some. No, thank you. <laughs> that would be even creepier. Uh, you have to go vegan, start yeah, like, yeah, harvesting whole, your own honey. There's and a whole list. I see you, though. You know what, though? It's cool. I actually I saw that your schedule, you're headlining like three clubs in uh, Portland like next month, right? Uh, yeah, I got some I got some dates. I kind of, uh, I'm so out of touch with the Portland scene, but I kind of reached out on Facebook. There's like a Portland group, and I just was like, hey, I'm coming back. Got to reconnect. And uh, You're going to be like the and star. And they actually helped you? Uh, yeah, there's a few old old, uh, old dog comics that know me from there, but there's such a, there's like you know every year there's like a new batch of comics coming. And, out. and, and I feel like up. honestly, like, I hate to be like the old guy at the bar, but there's something about just booking this booking the dime bar recently. Yeah, yeah. There's something about new comics that are very like unappreciative. Uh, oh, they're completely entitled. I mean, maybe it's millenniums in general or uh, whatever. Millenniums, but I, but millennials. Millennials in yeah. general. <laughs> I, Every millennium, they're total pieces of We just call them falcons. But, I mean, there are people out there, <laughs> and there are people like, hey, when am I up? Oh, you know, or they'll come yeah. up to me, and I'll be like, hey, listen, I overbooked this week. I'll put you on next week, or just something. Like, even like, I'm talking, I'm talking about night of. Like, yeah. I'm talking about like, oh, okay, fine, whatever. And I'm like, dude. Like you're three months into comedy, or yeah. you're a year. I'm throwing into, you a bone. Like when I was, I'm 18 years into this fucking game. Yeah. I was giving out flyers for the first seven years. Yeah, uh, you don't have to do any of that. I'm just, I'm putting you on a, a show with the Greg Wilson, with Damon Wayans Jr., with Tyler, uh, with David J. I mean, with you know some Theo Vaughn and, right, and right, Ben right, Glebe right. and Godfrey and you know all these other great comedians. Michael Blackson. Michael Blackson, and they're looking at me like. They're doing me a favor, yeah. and, and uh, is it? Am I? Is it? Am I delusional or thinking this? Or? No, that's just the way. You know what the thing is, though. There's to go into stand up. You there's too much. It takes a certain amount of ego to begin with. Mm-hmm. Like you literally have to think to yourself, my ideas are so genius, people need to pay to hear them. Mm-hmm. Okay, so already you're starting at an incredible level of ego, and then unfortunately, so when you're developing comic, it's hard to suppress the fact that you think you're a genius. 
I mean, you know what though? That when I when I first started doing comedy, I kind of felt the same way. I was gonna say because uh, I was that entitled little shit when I was starting out. I was so like, maybe, "Fuck you! You all see, you all so yeah. entitled." So I get it. I'm gonna be I running this club pretty soon. Totally, exactly. You're gonna be begging me to come here. But and if nothing else, you are expediting the humbling process by the, by smacking them down. Well, it's so funny. And that's what happened. That's, that's what happened. Well, that, you're right. Everybody that gives me an attitude, I put up. They have. Eating a fucking huge dick on stage. Yeah. But then the problem is they're like, hey, when can I come back? Totally. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're impervious to failure. That's the difference. We minute, can feel it. They a, can't feel it. A minute it. after they're done, they're like, hey, can I come back? I'm like, what? What? Are, you just walk through. People actually left that weren't even here. Like, you walk. You just walk the next bar. The next bar cleared out. That's how bad your set was. <laughs> People are leaving the pizza place. People Sorry. kept Walking, yeah. like, they're walking towards it. No, Canner's Deli is now closed. Yeah, Canner's Deli. The people like moved out of their own apartments. They they, they, they left. They, they left they, the area. They left the area. You've actually lowered rent in this neighborhood with your performance. Fairfax uh, High School thinks we're fucking sex offenders now. <laughs> All right. Okay. Thank CB you. Gold, ladies and gentlemen. CB Gold. Yeah, I am here. Thanks for the introduction. <laughs> if anybody, uh, if anybody has an, a school without a molester, <laughs> we've got one available for your school. I do appointments, travel. Yeah. <laughs> so, Greg, uh, you have been. Everyone's been asking. I know. Man, people I'm... have been thinking that I fired you, or that you left, or that we had a fight. They keep fight. thinking that we had a fight, or that I wanted money or right. something. And they're like, they're like, pay him, you Jew bastard. I'm like, well, <laughs> easy, Let's easy. Set the record straight. What's been going? Okay, on? Okay, yes. First of all, I would like to apologize to the MMA roasted fans and the MMA roasted family because they've been they're such a responsive crowd and they're so nice they've been so great to me and then I just disappeared I fucking yeah. just did like one week I was on the show every episode <laughs> and then just fucking disappeared uh, like your father when you were 11 right. so, <laughs> I went out for a pack of cigarettes and I never fucking came back sorry MMA rest of family um, but what happened was I just I got a job on a TV show they hired me as a writer and it you know it was supposed to be like a couple weeks and it's still going it's turned into several months how's that going and you it's like going it? I do and I don't because we're not yet making episodes, and we're, so without making episodes, it's kind of like what the fuck are we doing? Right. You know, we're just writing and writing, it's like the office, and kind doing of? run-throughs, and yeah, like we're just only it's all comedians. The fun part is it's all comedians. Yeah, it's you, Jeff, me, Jeff Keith, Lisa Alvarado, you know, uh, Dwayne Perkins, okay, Jody Miller, Mike Miller, uh, Mike Merrill. So people I really like being around. Right. So that's the fun part. Right, that makes it awesome. But the writing part is like... <laughs> it's like a trivia show, right? Yeah, it's a trivia show, and we write jokes for the trivia questions. That's what we're Have doing. Have you been able to use any of the jokes for your act? Not really, although the trivia itself comes up quite a bit, like, annoyingly in conversation. I'll have stupid, shitty little tidbits about everything. <laughs> right. Like, I've become that. I'm like, oh, did you know the first submersible used in military combat? Like, <laughs> stupid shit like that. So, uh, it's... But overall, I mean, if it does become a show, I mean, for me, the long game is hopefully we go into production producing episodes and I get to be on right. many, many episodes. That's the long game. Right. You know, but it's, you know, there's, it's beginning to feel like there is the possibility we just write all the jokes eventually like, so thanks for coming, guys. Right. And uh, we may produce this next year. We may not. And yeah. that's about it. By the way, people listening, uh, this week I will be in Calgary at the Comedy Cave. 
Uh, if you're listening, Calgary Comedy Cave. Cal- Calgary Comedy Cave. And then the following week, the Comedy Club in Rochester, New York. So, the uh, Cal- now, that isn't the one that's located outside of Calgary, like at a bowling alley. No, 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 not at a bowling okay, alley. Okay, because I, nice, I, I got duped into going out to that gig one time, and it was literally above a bowling alley beneath a laser tag. No. That's where the comedy <laughs> But that sounds pretty awesome, actually. It, it actually was. <laughs> it actually was, because they had 18-year-old girls could drink, so it was... Uh, how, but speaking of which, how's your... Uh, <laughs> are, you, are you still... Uh, uh, engaged? How come every time I talk about puss, people throw my engagement back? <laughs> like, hey, Greg, you're not supposed to enjoy pussy no more. You're not supposed to. Are you still engaged? Yeah, of course. How's that going? It's going great. It's wonderful. When's the big date? We're I, uh, early 2017 is what we're actually shooting for. Nice. Now. I have a date in mind. Now, I'm not you guys, tell the people listening, do you think CM Punk will fight before Greg gets married? <laughs> no. Or will no. Greg... Yeah. No. And and then follow up question: What will last longer? Yeah. The fight or my marriage? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I mean, we've already been together seven years, so I feel you have pretty... to fight. To you have could a probably duration. go five rounds. <laughs> I think so. Now, uh, by the way, people listening, uh, so yesterday it broke out, it, it broke, the news broke that Chad Mendez popped uh, for steroids. No, uh, not necessarily. Oh, well, tell us, It was a USADA anti-doping violation, but they haven't released the substance yet. They'll probably test the B sample like they do with everyone, and then they'll come out and say, you know, this is what he tested positive for. Yeah, I mean, someone like Chad Mendez does not strike me as someone that would take steroids. However, he is built like uh, a shit brick house, but... He he was been so successful for so long, seemingly clean. I mean, it's a guy he, he was ranked second in the in the country in wrestling. He I think he was like a four time All American or some ridiculous. You know, he was a great state champion wrestler, not state champion. He was like second in state, whatever. And then he was also he he had fought Aldo twice. He he was beating McGregor, yeah. a guy like that. Now, when you're ranked third in the world, do you need steroids then? It would, seem, it would seem to me that steroids would be good when you're, like, ranked 30th and you need to get, jump or, I don't know. Well, isn't third? it about the pressure to fight again so soon that they need to heal and the only way to heal? I don't think he was, he's been injured. He, he hasn't. He, you know? Well, publicly he hasn't been injured, but that doesn't mean he hasn't has, had a lingering issue. He, he's just kind of almost in purgatory right now because, like you said, he fought McGregor. He fought Aldo twice. He's not really getting a title shot for a while. Frankie Edgar knocked him out. So he's kind of like, at this point, a gatekeeper. If you beat Mendez, you're like, okay, we're right, in the upper echelon of 145. Yeah, yeah. But there's not really, where like, do you Clay put Guida. him? Like, do, uh, you yeah. put, do you put him against a Max Holloway now to see if Max is ready for the title shot? Do you put him against a lower-ranked guy like a, you know, a Jeremy Stevens or a Dennis Bermudez? or something? He, He's not going to get to the top for a while. He's had his three bites, but he couldn't chill it. Joe McCorkle so. was telling me that well, it was explained to him. That guys coming off wins fight guys coming off wins and, and losses losses. That way there can only be one like linear champ. One guy just keeps winning, you know. Exactly. Uh, so to put him against Holloway would probably be it coming w- off a loss. It wouldn't make sense. Wouldn't make sense for Holloway. But like I said, there's nothing for Mendez right now. Yeah. What were you saying? Well, I was going to say, before we know what it is, like it could be steroids, it could be like uh, a diuretic, it could be HGH, he could be trying to heal from an injury. But also, you said, you know, why would a guy that's so successful uh, pop now and you go, I mean, there's, I don't know anybody's logic, but the guy that's 30th might be taking something to try to get better to get in the top five. But then you you could be a guy who's always at like number three, but you think, okay, well, maybe steroids will ma- Yeah, help you never get, know. I mean, that's kind of a – as, as I was saying it, I was wondering how, how like dumb that sounded. Uh, but you, you never know. Speaking of someone uh, taking steroids, Brock Lesnar. <laughs> My boy! <laughs> Brock Lesnar, who is fighting Mark Hunt. Uh, is I guess not being tested. CB, tell us about what happened there. Okay, so he hasn't fought in years, um, and as a result of that, USADA has this thing. 
it, it's it's like a little clause in the whole testing regime that if you haven't fought in so long, they're not going to out of competition test you because they honestly didn't know he was coming back. So he already has been training at least three months for this fight. He's had to know. Nobody else knew. So they aren't testing him prior, but going into it, they might test him as it gets closer to the fight. And Mark Hunt is... I mean, he's not throwing a fit. He's saying, you know, it's bullshit. He looks juiced to the gills, but I'm still going to knock him out, which I like that mentality. We got to that mentality. I like the guy that's like, you know what? Take whatever you want. And when I fucking kick your ass, you really... I kicked your ass on steroids. What do you have to say now? You have nothing. So they're kind of giving him... You know, he's it, it's there. You saw it acting as if he's new to the organization again. It's like a, a restart. Well, he kind of is. So he of. is. I mean, he. I understand both both sides. I understand if I'm Mark Hunt and I'm like, wait, why aren't you testing this guy? It's kind of black or white. I mean, should, he should be tested. Everyone should be tested. Isn't he gonna go do yeah. like the WWE like Super Slam two weeks later? Well, no, he's he's uh, he's fighting July 9th. He has a one off opportunity with the UFC that Vince McMahon allowed him to do, and then August twenty first at SummerSlam he will be returning. But yeah, this, this sounds really dumb though. Like, what if he knocks out Mark Hunt in not nine seconds? I'm not saying it's gonna happen, okay? But I'm just saying, what if? All right? Yeah. Then, Could happen. Okay, now then all of a sudden, oh, he's done fighting. It was just a yeah, one-off. Yeah. I mean, There's anyone, your belt. Thanks for coming back. Does anyone really not believe that he's going to then want to fight again? He obviously will. Uh, at the same time, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm going to try to get tickets to 200. I'm going to do everything it I can. It seems like they were just like they were just turning over cards. Like, let me see every fighter that sold out a pay-per-view <laughs> in the last 10 years. Oh, yeah. Oh. I think they were, we need a name fast. Yeah. I think they lost McGregor, and they were scrambling. And scrambling. they were like, let's get uh, let's And everybody's get, been beaten Brock. or injured yeah. so close to it. Who's the name? Yeah, he was the only guy not completely you know, well, defeated you know, at the moment been, that Mike could now, sell some What do you think would have been bigger? GSP. What would have been bigger, GSP coming or, or Brock? Brock. Uh, I, I think GSP. I think the real fans would rather have seen GSP. In the, in the buy rates, it's been Brock. The... Brock was that the sounds right though in the buy rate. Brock was the that. biggest PPV sell that there was, but the biggest is. ratings they had were two different events. It was UFC 87 and UFC 100, which had both Brock and GSP on it. But you are right. When Connor dropped, it was like, "Fuck, what the hell are we going to do?" Because <laughs> yeah, it's 200. It's like their bicentennial. It has yeah, to be know, a big like... deal. They put Jones and DC on, and people are excited for it. But it's not I was the biggest to... sell they have. I had I had heard that uh, that Mark Hunt was going to fight. Uh, Brock, like before, like a week ago, I actually mentioned it to you, I mean, on the podcast, uh, and I said to Dana the day before it happened, I go, "You're not really going to put him up there with uh, with, uh, with with uh, Mark Hunt, right? Please tell me it's not really going to happen." And it, the news hadn't, and Dana looked at me. This was at like the Laugh Factory. The Laugh Factory, and he sure goes after the fight. So he yeah. goes, "Who told you that?" I go, that's just what people are saying on the underground. And he goes, oh, you know, people could talk all they want. And then, uh, then that was exactly. The that was yeah. the thing, yeah. But well, I was like, but I actually asked him that. I go, you're not really going to put him. Because I was trying to think, who could they put him with? You got to put him with a guy with no punching power. And they picked the guy with the most punching power. <laughs> yeah. But I'm sorry, we were going through it. We said maybe Todd Duffy, maybe. Not you a draw. You could do a rubber a match draw. with Frank Mir. Brandon Schaub. Frank Mir, not a draw. But it's a, but it's a Schaub, rubber match. A or Carwin. Carwin was somewhat Carwin's of a draw. Carwin's not a draw. Mazagati, you gotta put <laughs> Mazagati for the late call on the ankle lock. Uh, no, and, I, and I think what hurt that, or kind of like, kind of shelled out a little bit of you know skepticism, was three weeks prior, 
you hear on, on MMAfighting.com and all these other sources that Mark Hunt's been told to be ready. Mm. So then everybody's going, oh, okay, Kane's injured again or Travis Brown's injured or whatever because that's the only heavyweight on the, on the fight. And you're like, okay, so they told Mark Hunt to be ready in case something happens. And then all of a sudden they're like, yeah, he's fighting Brock. And you're like, yeah, that kind of makes sense. Yeah, no, that's the. I was thinking that too. I was like, they found the one. They had one card left to play. I, uh, Bro- I mean, I could imagine that phone call. I mean, do you think he had to go over there and be like, Brock, hey, buddy? <laughs> I know. I, I was just in town and uh, just thought I'd swing by. You want to go hit Panera? Maybe talk about things. I like, just wonder how much money he's getting for this. It, yeah, that's oh, what I'm saying. Okay. Like he, he had to, he had to acquiesce on every point. Well, that's what I'm saying. But then, but then you got to think, okay. Because I heard only the like the main guys get a point of the pay per view, right? He has to be getting so you know points. Jones and Corey. Oh, he's getting points. He's getting uh, guaranteed base. He's getting everything he fucking wants. I, I don't want Bud f- Light and Jack Connor. Fuck you know you know <laughs> I, I don't you know f- Connor's probably like I fucked up because totally because Con- not not in in a sense yes or no, but uh, I honestly think that uh, Connor fucked up a little bit just 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 because. He, Yes and no, but he, this was the biggest card I think of all time. Now it's going to be that. Imagine if Connor and Brock were on the same card. Oh yeah, no, it would have been amazing. I don't think they would have brought. But I don't think they would have brought Brock back if Connor was still on the card. Absolutely, because they they know that Connor is the biggest sell, and you know that that rematch probably would have main evented the pay per view, which yeah. is a little weird that it's not a title fight. But at the same time, if Connor was on it, we may also not have gotten DC Jones too. It would have been pushed back. But it, it's funny how they marketed the whole thing, you know. You're, you were at 199, and the people at home that were watching 199, they're going through the fights, and, and they're talking about, okay, UFC 202, Connor Nate. And then they wait for, like, the cl- like the climactic moment of the pay-per-view, and they're like, by the way, oh, yeah. let's, see, let's whisper it out that Brock's coming back. And they aired that UFC 200 ad, and at the end of it, everybody's like, I know who's fighting, this is a cool ad. And then you hear... Can you see me now? And you see his face, and you're just like, "What the fuck just happened?" And and you know the internet broke. The pay per view buy rate, at least two million. It has to be. And Brock said, "What's, in the, an interview, what's the record right now for buy rates?" Yeah, uh, I don't know the number. I think it was. I think it was a Connor pay per view. Um, before that, it was one hundred, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, in terms of what Brock's getting paid, I don't want to throw out numbers because I don't know the exact figure, but he said in an interview, I'm getting a boatload. And prior, when he used to fight, he was getting about $5 million a fight from the UFC. Not always disclosed, but like with back-end endorsements, whatnot, he was making $5 million. He has to be getting Conor money. Wow. He has to. Well, that's it. you're right. They wouldn't, Brock wouldn't even be there because they're not going to give him everything he wanted to come back if they didn't need to. And Dana had to call Vince McMahon, so which is probably a, a humbling yeah, phone he call. Yeah, he just had a... Dana had to smoke Brock's pole. That's what <laughs> yeah. like. Well, I guess it's not as bad as Brock's face. Please, Brock. Face. Please. <laughs> so what are you? That wrong? So what have you been up to, man? Okay, what are you working on? You know, working on that show. It's kind of ruined my life, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, if it pays off, it'll be the best thing for my career. But if it doesn't, I mean, all it's done is just eat up. But I mean, you know, what is it? Eat up some time. What? What am I missing? You, 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 you going up tonight? Uh, yeah, I'm over at the Ha tonight. Me too. Late show? Yeah, late show. Me too. Yeah, buddy. Come well, by if yeah. this gets posted. Yes. And what are you doing tonight? I got the ice house at eight, but I was trying to get on that Ha show, and Terry texts me back. She's like, "Oh, it's all full." But 
Uh, I'm gonna come hang out anyway. Uh, come hang out. No, 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 no. She said it's awful. It's, <laughs> uh, it's, it, it's, it's me and Greg. Good one, yeah, man. He He's still got it. <laughs> they can't cut you out of this show. Hell no. Fuck no. no. All right. Uh, so what else is going on? Uh, so last night the Titan FC card. Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Can we talk about one fight? Since I've left, there's only one fight I've wanted to talk about as soon as I got back, and that was the Magni fight. With um, Lombard. Lombard. Oh. I know that was a long time ago, but I've been gone for so long. Rewind. Yeah. That was rough. Oh, but what a comeback for Magni. The fact that he even survived that first round was unbelievable. Hector's last two fights. You see what uh, Hendo Hector? You didn't watch him last weekend? Oh, man. That was pretty much the same thing happened where Hector had uh, Dan Henderson on Queer Street. Yeah. The fight was almost stopped. And then Hendo came back and knocked him, knocked him out. Cold. I was yelling at the TV during round one of that. I'm yelling at the TV, stop the fight. Stop the fight. I couldn't believe they didn't stop the fight. And then Magnet comes back at me. I, come on. That, to me, was the best fight I've seen all year. I, it was, other than the fact that we're, both, we're all Hector fans. And I was like, <laughs> well, yeah, aside from that, I mean, come on. I know in my mind, all you think is, hey, where are you going? Hey, why am I still beating you up? Hey, oh, are you still awake? Yeah. Speaking of which, I forgot to tell you, Tyler, so I talked to him about you at 199. Oh, and yeah? he actually has no issues. He likes you a lot. He thinks you're funny. Oh, he Lombard? Just, yeah. yeah. No, I, I don't. I didn't think he had a legitimate problem with me. Like I just thought it was funny. He's like, he's not funny. Oh. Unlike the episode no, one time. Only That's you right. take that person. Uh, <laughs> I, comedians, we get I, <laughs> I, uh, I like Hector Lombard. The guy is a phenomenal fighter. I was, I had picked Hendo for yeah. uh, the the fight, and I just the, the guy's a legend. I love him. I want him to be done. I want him to see go out on the no. Win. And now they're saying and Bisbing. Uh, actually put it on Instagram yesterday and then deleted it, that at UFC 203, I believe, he's going to fight Dan Henderson. Uh, and that, and then Chris Weidman tweeted out, come on, this is ridiculous. What, what is it, double A-R-R-P? You know, I was about like, to say, uh, you mean UFC negative 203. <laughs> uh, did, but, you see, did you see but, what Bisping said back? What did, what did he say? To, Bis, uh, to Weidman? What did he say? He goes, you have no claim to a title shot when you got beat by the guy that I just fucked up. Yeah, I understand that. But at the same time, uh, I think, look, I'm a Dan Henderson fan. So are you. Who's not? Dan Henderson, yeah. obviously. Legend. That's 47 years old. <laughs> He's an Olympian, grandfather, yeah. you know, two division just, just two-division champion. At the same time, if we give him the title shot next, after beating Hector Lombard, who was coming up, he was the last couple of fights had been a 170, and then before that, Hendo got knocked out by what Shogun? He got knocked out by Musasi. He got knocked out by a bunch of guys. I think he might have beaten a guy before that. He beat Tim Bosch, but I think in his last seven fights, he's what two and five or something. Or yeah. And now we're going to give him a title shot because of the fact that at, at UFC 100 <laughs> seven years seven ago. years ago he beat Michael Bisping. Then you know what ratings don't count at all it's all about like what makes us feel good and at a certain point i get making fun fights but not when it comes to title shots and chris weidman or luke rockhold deserve that shot next uh Mm. uh, maybe okay or or jacare all right any one of those three i do not think hendo and hendo might win okay i'm not saying he might not win he has a very good shot of beating bisbing uh bisbing might not be able to finish him uh, and then you got five rounds for him to land that H bomb, which is what I watch it. Fuck yeah, you know what I what I what I cheer. Yes, but I think it's a great fight, obviously. But in this, but we have to say this is a sport where rankings count. 
or at least count somewhat. Okay, and we can't. Yes, no, but I think sometimes as fans, I think sometimes we get so wrapped up in the excitement of a match uh, or, or a certain matchup uh, that we do. We kind of throw. Uh, some of the stuff out the window, and we like if we want to uh, uphold the integrity of the actual sport, the rankings, the the titles. If they want, we want them to mean something. We can't always have what we want. Sometimes yeah. we have to be like, yeah, that would be a killer fight to see, but. You know, you got it's got to be. And people are saying you know it'll be they, great. People say, "Oh, great for Hendo's going out fight to get the champ and retire." Like, what? What are we all fucking scriptwriters? Like, are we, <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. we're, we're well, writing. We're in writing. many ways, that's what people want to see. They want to see, you know, like with with Peyton Manning. He want, you know, that's what people wanted to see. Well, I, I, it's like it's like Bisping's story. Ten years, first title shot. He gets it. Like that's a phenomenal story. But he also worked his way up to that shot and and also he kind of fell into that shot yeah. Yeah. through a series of circumstances yeah. if we're just giving out shots because hey wouldn't it be fun if Hen- like it'd be the best thing for Bisbin because I think that Hendo is a lot easier fight for him than Weidman Rockhold or Jacare oh, yeah. uh, so for him fuck yeah he gets a big payment he gets to fight a 47 year old dude who's probably 8 years out of his prime and get a win back uh, and, and get a loss but, back and get a, a loss back but still I mean we, I, we, we can't do this I even think you know Romero would give Bisping a, a tough test but the thing with the rankings and this is something that a lot of people don't know or don't really like grasp the concept of the rankings are decided by the media Yeah, and that's what I think is so ridiculous because it's like although the, they were decided by the UFC or by Bellator no I thought it was you no I wish it was decided it's actually decided by media members not like the big names, you know, like a Jeremy Botter or, or um, the ones or that like they Ariel can buy sell. But it's it's the ones that are the lower <laughs> names that most people don't know about. No, and you're laughing, but it's it's kind of it's weird in that sense. So how should they decide the and rankings? People, I think it should be based on you know th- what the UFC think. You know, if you beat if you're number five and you beat number four, you go to number four. Like a standard, the same way that I yeah, know. But you what can't if a guy, what like, a guy who comes in from Bellator who's undefeated or something, or a guy they signed, let's say Ben Askren comes in. Right. Let's say that you don't think I mean, that he's going to be ranked 140th in the division. No, like, not 140th. You leave him unranked until he win, if he wins or loses, you kind of figure it out. But that's that's at this point neither here nor there because it's tough to decide. But people need to understand that the media decides it, and I think the media's opinion of where these guys are or should be is very very foggy, and that's what brings in. Well, how did this guy rank number seventh get a title shot? Because is he ranked number seventh? Yes, by so. The only people. thing worse are comedian rankings. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Which are done by like. Well, you uh, can't put us in a ring and have somebody definitively win. Well, Artists too subjective. But, 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 but then it. you see like Comedy Central does the top one hundred. Okay, which is managed by this person, sure. which produces the specials for Comedy Central, and you're yeah. like, uh, it's actually less legit than the fighter rankings. I think completely. Uh, and how do you rank a comedian? Off, like you know, you guys have good sets, but you have different material. So who's who's better than the other? That so it, it's there's, ridiculous. No, it's literally little, apples and starfish. <laughs> okay, there's a little it bit. Of, there's a little bit of checks and balances though, because you have the rankings and then you have the matchmakers. And I'm sure the matchmakers uh, tr- maybe follow a little bit of the rankings, but at the end of the day, like Joe Silva and uh, Sean, uh, Shelby, Sean Shelby, Rich Chow. Yeah, these guys are they're going to make the decisions that they think are best for the UFC and the, what they think are. Oh, best obviously for, like, they're going to so, make good shows. I yeah, mean, they're doing entertainment. But you know what we got to do? We should just start the International MMA Ranking Council. There yes. we go. And we'll put and it and it's an actual ranking that merges all the fighters oh, into yeah, a right. singular no, ranking. If we did it by like like no, comedy, no, no, it could become did, a point of reference. If we did like comedy standards, it'd be like by round of applause, who got the most applause? Oh, oh, McGregor. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, but we'll do it over who's a good guest in the podcast. Yeah, I was going to say, say bullshit reasons. Is we Bubba Jenkins ours. number one? Yeah, what Bubba I mean, Jenkins. You could, actually, you could actually merge the rankings together and have an international ranking thing, and yeah. then you guys will become a By resource. Way, and then yeah. you'll get all the free tickets you want. Front row, plenty of free ass. Think, Ring girls, come on. Speaking of which, I hear that Conor McGregor is calling in right now. Uh, to the podcast. Uh, we haven't talked to him in a while. Is that right? Uh, I'm very Fantastic. excited to talk to Connor right here. He's supposed to box Mayweather or something. Uh, Connor, how's it going, man? It's been quite a bit of time since I spent a little uh, on-the-line time with you boys. How are you? Uh, we're doing great. Now, what's new with you? Uh, well, I've been recovering from my fight with that lad from Stockton. Now, yeah, you lost that fight. What happened? Well, I'll tell you this. <laughs> I was very surprised at his durability. Oh, wow. As it turns out, you can't knock those fuckers out. Wow. This is actually the most humble you've been. Not everybody knows this, but my gloves were lined with lead. Your and I still couldn't knock him out. <laughs> well, you were cheating and you still... <laughs> oh, you, you think he wasn't cheating? I guarantee you he was. Now, who's going to win the rematch? Of course I'm going to win the rematch. How? The way I won it the first time. <laughs> you, you, no, don't worry. I won it the first time. In my mind, I won the first match. Oh, so you won the fight. Oh, yeah. They just didn't see it the same way that I did. <laughs> okay. And now the people are saying that you're going to box Floyd Mayweather? That's right. He's tiny like myself, so I feel it's a good match. Do you think you can beat him in a boxing match? The hardest part for me will be controlling my feet. Really? <laughs> That's right. So you, I'm going to have to wear ankle weights. Yeah, you think you could actually knock out Mayweather in boxing? I think I can. If the if the bloody lad will just stand still for half a second, I think I could take him out. Yeah, but there's no way he's going to do that. It's what I want him to do. It's what he's going to do. All right, all right. So okay, so you're going to beat. Now you're going to fight. When are you going to fight Floyd Mayweather? In I'm going to chew him up like a tiny chocolate gummy bear. Wow. <laughs> Then, now I hear that because I believe that is what he actually is. Now I hear you're going to fight him on New Year's Eve. They're saying that's right because I want to get a good night's rest. And then you're going to get fifty million dollars for this. Do I deserve any less? I asked for a hundred. Wow! So they're actually not going to give you a hundred? Well, after that loss, I had to take a pay cut. Okay. Now, how do you think? Now, Frankie Edgar is saying that you're running from him. Frankie Edgar, first of all, belongs on the end of a pencil. <laughs> He's a tiny little frog. He's one of those... Remember the little lad you put on the end of a pencil? He has hair up like a flame. That's what he is to me. Okay, so you think... He even fights that way. He bounces in and out like a wee little troll from under a bridge. Now, how do you think you do against Dos Anjos? He's also saying he's going to beat you. What I like about Dos Anjos is his low-hanging forehead reminds the world (laughs) that he's a fucking Cro-Magnon. Wow. (laughs) All right. That guy guy is 50% ape, and you can quote me on it. Would you you agree uh, to call him Franken-Pettis? Franken-Pettis, that's a good one. No, go fuck yourself. (laughs) Leave the comedy to the professional. Will you sign my tattoo, Connor? I'm your biggest fan. By the way, I know you're my biggest fan, CB Gold. After I lost, did you get a tattoo of my penis entering your arsehole? (laughs) 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 Because you have to admit, I kind of fucked you. Now, since you've lost, he actually got three more McGregor tattoos. That's not surprising. He sleeps on my doorstep. He's there every morning. I wake up with him licking my balls. I'm always like, CB, do you mind? I don't need it every morning. Now, CB said he'd rather have uh, hang out with you for a day than have a threesome with Jessica Alba and Kate Upton. As someone who's done that, <laughs> I can honestly tell you, uh, it would be better. <laughs> hang out and I can only say that because they're both lazy bitches. They laid there like the sluts they are. And, wow. and, and, I had to do all the work. And I'm Conor McGregor. You do the bloody work. 
And what about these allegations of you hanging out with hookers and doing cocaine? Why do you call them allegations when it's a lifestyle choice? <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, oh you, actually are, you actually were doing cocaine. Please, every fighter in the MMA does cocaine. And what about the hookers? I, every fighter does the hookers. That's half the pay. Now, have you slept That's the way, like, comedians drink alcohol at the bar for free. Now, we get cocaine and hookers. I, well, this is amazing. Have you slept with any ring girls? Of course, all of them. Pretty Paul. How that was the only <laughs> That's how I originally met Nate Diaz. How? He was on the other side of the girl. You guys double teamed. Of uh, course, we made the London Bridge. Which the Lo- one? The Lo- with Ariani? Ari- is that the one with the fake? I don't learn their names because to <laughs> me they're just chess pieces. Okay, so Ariani does have fake tits. So you you slept with Ariani? I like the blonde one that has no ass. Uh, Brittany Palmer? Is that Not the name? fighter, the ring girl. No, Brittany, Brittany Palmer. Palmer? Then that must be her. Again, I don't know their names. Uh, okay, so you fucked every ring girl. And Dana. And Dana, you fucked Dana White? <laughs> yes, have you seen the lineup for 200? Of course I fucked Dana. Wow. Now, did you <laughs> he had to go and make apologies. Did you, to- get, did you get top or bottom? Of course I was on top and then bottom. I'm a gentleman. Oh, okay, so you actually take I it. was humbled by my loss. I've learned to take it in my arse. <laughs> now, uh, what do you think about Brock Lesnar replacing you at UFC 200? Listen, good luck replacing Conor McGregor. It can't be done. It won't be done. All right. All right. Brock Lesnar is going to show up, take a huge shit in the octagon, and they'll be calling me up forthwith. <laughs> he's going to take a shit in the octagon? That's what he's going to do. He's going to punch in the stomach, take a giant shit in the octagon. That's what's going to happen to him. <laughs> All right. Well, I think people will actually watch that. People, will people don't realize. It's, it's called a rectum hold. It's a rectum hold. That's right. All you right. get your finger in there, you dig it out, then you pop that sucker. <laughs> Would you All ever, across the octagon. Would you ever do bare knuckle boxing, Connor? Of course I would. I did it my entire childhood. Why would I stop now? All right, you well, have to remember, my father was abusive. <laughs> Your father's abusive? My father was a drinker. Really? What happened? My mother left us that lousy horror. Oh, man. And now... <laughs> So all I had to do was bare knuckle find my way for a wee bit of milk every morning. I had no... I'm sorry that you're crying. I, I feel so horrible for you. Why did you have to bring up my poor father? I didn't. You brought up to your father. He baby. brought up the bare knuckle fighting. Okay. Well, we'll never bring it up again, Connor. It's worse than thinking about Nate Diaz's balls swinging above my face as I woke up. Oh, wow. That was, those, is, <laughs> those, were, those were some two balls. Or 209, as they call it. Listen... <laughs> Uh, uh, well, we got to talk to Phil Baroni, but I want to thank you, Connor, for calling in. Uh, we really look forward. It's great to have of you. Of course, back on the I'm show. sorry to have been gone for so long. I'm glad you've learned, you've added this TB Gold as a more regular part of the show. Yes. he really slows it down <laughs> to a crawl. I like all the information without the comedy. That comedy was completely in the way. I'm glad you did away with that, and now you're a serious, right, proper MMA show. <laughs> Greg. And don't forget to get that tattoo of my dick going in your eyes. <laughs> Greg, you're the best. Take care. Of All right. All right. Greg, so, you're the best. Greg, you're the best. Okay, <laughs> Connor, Connor, you're the best. Connor, you can leave And now. you know you're on Periscope. Oh, yeah. Okay, I know. Uh, can, uh, uh, hey, Greg, can you do an entire... Oh, you mean the secret's out that isn't actually Connor <laughs> McGregor? Can you do an entire set as Connor? I probably could, yeah. That would be fucking I hilarious. I think my favorite part about when he lost was when he goes, I'm humble in victory, I'm humble in defeat. I'm like, you were never humble in victory. <laughs> Nate, I'd like to show you a few clips of your yeah. victory speeches, if I might. It was just the funniest thing to fucking say. All right, so I'm going to call Phil right now. I think he's in Thailand. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, strip club. 
Or no, he's a hooker house. No, no, he's in Thailand. He oh. went from Hammer House to Nobody goes house. to Thailand to make good choices. <laughs> Fuck, what's your Skype name? All right, so what's your Skype name? Yeah, guys, uh, keep talking while I'm trying to figure this out. All right, we'll <laughs> we don't have editing capabilities, so we can't have. You know what the thing is? I'm actually excited to see Brock back in the ring because, like, his victory over Frank Mir the, with the comeback, the second one they fought, when he just like pinned him to the ground and beat him like his younger brother, <laughs> right? When he just hammered his face, he and then he, yeah, and then when he finally let him up, which, the fact that Frank even survived that round is a miracle. But when he stood up and his face looked like fucking ground hamburger meat, yeah. No, we we actually had him on a. Uh, the podcast, we asked him about that, actually, yeah. here, and he said that, you know, Brock was still being a dick afterwards, and, like, they had, like, an agreement, like, this is for show, this is that, but afterwards, he was like, man, this is a real fucking fight. Okay, all right. Well, he and, you know, he was, Mir was, like, you know, well, Brock furious was, about that. Brock was pissed about getting caught in that goddamn ankle lock, well, yeah. Yeah. For, or the heel, heel hook. Yeah. Even after, he was like, it was a knee bar. No, 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 it was a heel No, it was, it was a knee bar. Lock. It was a knee bar. No, it was a he- it was heel. <laughs> it was a knee bar. It was heel. I think it was a knee bar. I it think. was. Look it up. I, I think don't it need was to a look knee bar. Look it up. He he, it he's a, probably watched it seven thousand times. I watched it seven thousand times. It was a heel hook. Well, either way, hook. after the fight ended, he was like, um, he went up to me and he's like, "Who's the bitch now, motherfucker?" Or some shit like that. And then he did that whole promo of like, "I'm gonna drink Coors because Bud don't pay me nothing. I'm gonna get on top of my wife, ride my Harley." Yeah, and then Dana had a long talk with him. Yeah, about that. Yeah. He had to apologize yeah. for that yeah. one because he dissed all the sponsors. I, I like, wonder what he said to him. Like, well, I, I know what he said to him this time. He's like, listen, here's that case of course you wanted. I really need you to do the 200. I honestly, I, I'm very curious as to what you tell Brock Lesnar. Nibar. Like, uh... To get him ankle lock. <laughs> what, 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 what do you tell Brock after he beats the shit out of Frank Mir on an all-time high? Or, does or that, yeah. and what do you say to him afterwards? I would love to have been in that room. Yeah. Like, how do you get Brock to? I like, don't think you'd say it that night. I think no, you, but it, it did happen. It happened like that night. Oh, really? It happened like right after the fight. In the thing, he came out and said, "I apologize about like." What do you tell him? Like, hey, listen, man, we're gonna lose fifty million dollars. Right. Yes, yes, you go. You're over gonna you go. Hey, man, you can't. You can't. You know. Be smirched the fucking. He wouldn't use a word like that because he wouldn't get it. So yeah, there's the heel lock. There you yeah, go. You're he right. has the heel, but it's a knee bar. He's it's bending a heel the lock. The wrong way. It's it's clearly a triangle choke. <laughs> Greg, when was it's the last a, time you got a fight? It's a Kimura choke. Yeah. When was the last time I got in a fight? Yeah. Have you ever? Oh been a fight? god, I haven't been in a fight in forever, man. Yeah. I think I think the closest I got was versus Dustin Chafin in front of the the uh, the Boston. Are Comedy you and Dustin Club. friends now? Yeah, we're friends. We're yeah, yeah. we're re- yeah we're friends. I mean, yeah. you know, we aren't as close as we once were because yeah. uh, we, one time we were really tight and then we had a falling out and then we almost got in a fight. And then uh, but that was, it was just pushing and shoving. We didn't ever actually. So that, that was actually closer than the night with uh, the night that. Um... Oh, no, that was. Yeah, because that me and that guy didn't make any contact. But boy, I wanted to. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so jacked. By the way, so Bubba Jenkins, uh, people that think Bubba's no longer on the show, he's still on the show. He's in Utah right now teaching a wrestling clinic. You know, he's the only black guy in Utah right now. Boy, uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> and he will still be on the show. Uh, I don't know if he'll be on as much because of the drive, but Bubba is still a part of the show. He's still team roasted. Yeah. And whenever he wants to come, he's more than happy. The good thing about doing a show out of your apartment now is I get to like move stuff around other people's schedules. Totally. That's why I was like, yay, we can finally record on Saturdays and come back to the show. Yeah. Which, by the way, Bubba's got to be fighting again pretty soon, right? He has nothing nothing scheduled. Nothing he, scheduled. It's yet. weird because he's number five, and the one and two guy are fighting, and the three and four guy yeah. are fighting, and then he has to fight somebody ranked lower. So he's odd man out right yeah. now. 
So after these guys, one of them gets beaten, falls down. Then yeah. He's in the next round of fights. Then. Yeah, which should be cool. We hope so. Uh by the way, uh, so last night Titan FC happened. I don't, I don't know if you guys watched it. David Michelle, we had the press conference on the, on the show between David and Diego Lima. Very close fight. Could have won either way. I thought that David won the fight, but I was, if it was a draw, I wouldn't have been uh, that surprised if it was a draw. Mm-hmm. So if it's a draw, it's like, I don't know if it's a complete robbery versus a bad decision. I thought Diego, I thought uh, David won the fight. And I was trying to make a joke about him being Native American and being screwed without, <laughs> without offending everyone right, on Twitter. Right, right, right. Because you've got to be so sensitive now. Oh, it's so ridiculous. Like, the joke I wanted to make was like, oh, it's ironic. They gave him the decision and then took it back. You know, like, right, like, like, right, a Native, right. like an Indian giver joke. But I was like, ah, eh, he just lost. But although somebody had a funny joke, they're like, I thought David won, but I have reservations. And there then, uh, and then, and then David actually retweeted it and goes, "I see what you did there." You know, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. so that was that was a cool fight. It was a, both those guys deserve to be in the UFC. What's weird about Titan FC is while they're fighting, the announcer goes, "Yeah, David's hopes that a really, really good uh, showing will get him back in the UFC." And, oh, yeah, and, yeah. and the announcer's saying that on the Titan card, which is uh, Showdown Joe, who's a very, very talented guy. Nothing wrong with Showdown Joe. But then he goes, or, you know, continue to face good guys here in Titan. That's not really what you want to make it seem like you're a second-tier you know, like you don't want to make it seem that way, but I mean, it was a moment of stark honesty. Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, there's something to be said for kind of knowing where you. But that's stand. the thing about the international MMA Council rankings is we're going to include the Titan guys <laughs> exactly. in the mix with the UFC guys, and then that'll be that's why it's so important that we start this. I, I think the company and the and the public kind of understand that their all their fights are on Fight Pass. So they are kind of like a feeder league. Yeah, but they don't want to. They don't want to do that. I I, I understand no, you wanna, that. You want to rep your own stars. Yeah, and that type of stuff. Like Bilal won the won the title, and they're like, "This guy's amazing." And then all of a sudden, somebody falls out. They're like, "Yeah, we're signing." Remember him. that guy Bilal Muhammad, who who you he got mad at like some joke that you made about being Muhammad or something. He he did he did a <laughs> uh, press conference. Anyway, he's won his next. He's now he's nine and zero. Uh, he actually, so you say he's coming for me? He beat Steve Carl. No, <laughs> no, but he's but coming for a co-host. He's fighting Alan Juban. Oh, uh, right, really? Next. Yeah, he's fighting Alan. That guy. I saw him yeah. yesterday, by the way. You saw Alan yesterday? Yeah, he goes to a. It's a spa right the next You're door. You're such a stalker. <laughs> I love this. You I saw love that Alan, I don't even. But Alan didn't see you. Uh, I have tweets that he did. Wait, yeah, wait, wait, yeah. were you in the sauna? No, I oh. was at the tattoo shop getting work done. Oh, and the spa is right next door. Oh. And he walked in, and I saw him. Okay. I just didn't want to run in and like, disturb his fucking... You just happened to schedule it right at the time that you knew that his online calendar said he was going to be over there. So you're just casually hanging at the tat pile. He, that... he was getting a Brahma bull on, the, on his shoulder. You realize that you should have Alan been Jermaine. in the government, man. Like, if you were working on like finding Al-Qaeda members... <laughs> oh, I would have uh, found him. <laughs> I would have found Bin Laden in like six minutes. You would have killed him and then got his autograph. He... Uh, <laughs> no, autograph first. Autograph yeah. first. He would have brought you a turban. Be, the, are you kidding? You signed my turban. <laughs> You know, do you know how awesome it would have been to be like, this is the last Ben Laden autograph ever, and then I killed him? By the way, what did you do for Sean? I know he, he, you were working for him the other day. I didn't work. Well, I didn't work. He asked me to help him. After he was on the show, he said, I'm doing a signing tomorrow morning with Anastasia Yankova and Hoist Gracie. Would you mind coming down and helping me? So it was the, day, the same day that we had Hanato here. So, so I, what did you do? So I went down there, and I was actually... Um, First, we watched them train, and then I was helping take pictures for Sean of Hoy signing like huh. all the items and Anastasia, and then yeah, and then I got to get some stuff signed and take some pictures and mm-hmm. whatnot. But 
Hoist I've known for, for years. I trained with him before. You're like the TMZ, but like CBZ. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I, that's a good idea, actually. <laughs> I could start an MMA network. Make, well, because like, they have TMZ Sports. You can sell them your clips. You just make Oh, you didn't hear about those. the time I was uh, filmed at the Dime Bar they, by they TMZ? The guy, the guy Mike, he's a comedian who works TMZ. And I had to drop my pants in the middle of West oh, Hollywood show to show my the, Connor tattoo. Yeah, have you seen yeah. You didn't have to. He has Connor's face by his nutsack. <laughs> No, he knows oh, about cool, that man. one. He knows about that one. Why I got, would you put Connor? What kind of honor for Connor? It's not next to my First of all, you can't honor the image of Connor by putting him next to your ball sack. Like, look at my hero right next to my nuts. He's saving my bum life. Look at him. Look, there's my there's my hero sniffing my crotch on fucking day. I definitely missed Greg. Are you kidding me, lad? You can't be. I'm not eating your balls. You're eating my balls. <laughs> I'm going to get a tattoo of you with your mouth open right beneath my asshole. That'd be so cool. every piece of shit goes straight down your pie hole. That'd be awesome. <laughs> It'd be like, where are you going? I'm going to take a CB gold. <laughs> it's actually a steaming CB. A steaming CB gold because all of my shits are gold. You could sell them on eBay. Hey, I bought one already. What are you talking about? Of course you did. You mounted it. You probably worship I put, it. I put a in. funnel in there so it would stop before it hit the water so uh, I could get it in a Full, uh, Dude, this, you understand? Like, since you've been gone, right? CB has co- sort of like stepped up his role in the show. Sure. Uh, so this girl fights. This girl fights at Invicta, right? This mm. girl, Colleen. She loses to Tanya. Grueling five round fight. <laughs> Almost gets dropped in like thirty seconds, right? Hey, Tanya survives, right? So she's sitting there in the corner, and I, I want. I know Colleen, not not well, but I know her. So I go up to her. I'm like, hey, you know, great fight. She looks at me and goes. I met your co-host. <laughs> yeah, and then a week. What's on her mind? And then a week. And then a week later, guess who got her on the show? He got her on in the studio. Show. Yes. This how, guy. How did you do it? I also got. You Ta- got the loser of. I no, but I got. I also got Tanya two days after her win. Oh my studio. God! You managed to get back an act that he already had on the show. <laughs> You're the world's greatest rebooker. How do you do it, CB girl? You're I, I'm a great. Genius. I'm a great rebooker. I know who to keep and who not to keep. That's there why you go. haven't been here. Please. Uh. Nobody posts anything on Twitter missing you. Greg. Greg has <laughs> really. Greg has. Greg has a seat whenever he wants. CB. Uh, no, I love you, CB Gold. You're right. the best. So, oh, all right, back to uh, back to this. So, <laughs> Titan FC. Also, Pat Healy got knocked out in the first round against Jay Z Cavacante. Uh, you know what? Pat Healy was looking good, but I think it was a matter of like him just being a little too confident. You know, sometimes these guys like he was looking great, and then he just got caught. He could go with the right, but then you know, Pat's a funny guy. Like he he gets caught. And then he gets up, and then he like he started almost laughing, like, "What the fuck did he hit me with?" Like, yeah. you know, which I I think that like uh, obviously getting getting knocked out sucks, you know. But in some ways, like uh, like Freddie Roach told me, because uh, like sometimes the guys that knock you out early are doing you a favor, because it's those five round beatings that really takes years off. Yeah. And like when you get caught like that. It doesn't necessarily prove that you lost to a better fighter. You just got caught. Like, I, I still think that Rockhold and Bisping fight ten times. You know, I think Rockhold wins most of those times. But, you know, he get caught, you know. And I think that Luke got not only caught, he got humiliated. Uh, First round. Because, but he wasn't taking it seriously. His whole thing was like, like you know, this guy's lucky to be here. He right. doesn't deserve to be there. And, you know, look, we've all seen comics. 
go up there going, oh, I'm doing you guys a fucking favor. Right. And, and then, then and then stink yeah. up the stage. And then uh, the young, hungry, upstart comedian goes up there and rocks. And rocks it. Yep. And, and But that's that's everything. But especially when it comes to performing. And, you know, Luke's, Luke's probably right now, I mean, it, I think it was the best thing for him at the same time. The road to get that that title back is going to be fucking hard because let's let's say let's say he has to fight Weidman next, and then he has to fight Jacare because let's say Jacare beats Bisbing, which is a good possibility of that <laughs> happening. All right, then he's got to fight Jacare. That's two fights. He would have had to fight Weidman and Jacare anyway, probably. But well, he would have fought Jacare next, and then who knows Weidman? I I, I don't you know what, though. You know how like when we have a bad show, like the whole next day you're wearing that show around. You're yeah. like, what the fuck. Yeah. Okay, but we get to go on stage the next, the next night. night. Unless, unless it's a big, unless it's a big, you're right. And I've, I've used this analogy plenty of times. And yeah, unless these guys got to wear it around a, for months. Unless it's a Tonight Show. That's or it's a half, right. Or it's a, 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 a NACA or something. Oh, right. or no, oh, You know, I mean, there's, or it's a, I mean, how many times, I remember uh, doing a show, I think I've talked about this, but uh, I did a show, I, I just got to L.A., and I was sort of like, I had a lot of heat. And Gersh wanted to represent me. If you don't know who Gersh is, they're like sure. one of the top five agencies in the world. And my manager at the time, I was doing the Westwood Brewing Company. Uh, that was the thing. And he's like, Gersh is going to come to see you at Bruco. I'm like, no, dude. Haven't seen any improv. Yeah, anywhere yeah. else but Bruco. Yeah. He goes, no, man. That's where they want to see you. I'm like, what am I going to say? All right. He goes, all right, this Thursday. It was the Friends finale. Oh. So, no, which was the as the most watched TV show of all time. Yeah, at that nobody point. showed up for the show. I, I walked around UCLA begging people to come. Sorry, friends finale. Sorry, friends finale. So like three people showed up who had already seen me a hundred times. Can, can like, we clarify for the younger listeners? Also, this is pre DVR. This is if yeah. you wanted to watch the show, you had to be in front of the television yeah. when the show was so on. I'm or on stage, VCR. right? I'm on stage eating a dick. And comics are watching me. Comics that never came down the Brooko before. What flavor dick? Uh, cherry. Uh, fucking Nick Swartzen's there. Like comics that had never showed up Brooko before are now oh, now there. Are now watching me just bomb. And Ugh. there's like nine people from Gersh don't even sit in the front. They sit against the wall with suits on. Yeah. And they're angry because they want to watch the Friends finale. And, and now they gotta watch me. <laughs> Who they probably have clients on. Yeah. So I fucking bombed so hard. And then I'm like, I'm at that point. I'm, I'm contemplating just leaving. And then, then there's the second show at ten o'clock, right? Yeah. And of course, all the kids come to that one. I go on again, murder. <laughs> right. And they're not there for it. They're not there Fuck for no. it. But that night, I did have a threesome with two college girls. Oh, there you go. So life's I think, full of little trade-offs. So I think that was like God's way of saying, "Hang in there, kid." Right? <laughs> <laughs> hang in there, D. You were definitely hanging late that night. <laughs> 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 the classic <laughs> And now later on We'll be releasing a CD Of CB Gold's Classic comedy cuts All your favorites <laughs> All your favorite Show stoppers Comedy with the graphers <laughs> Listen to CB Gold Bring the show to a halt <laughs> With some of your favorites I love that I get pissed off At having no guest Or having Hanato here But then Greg comes back And just tears me apart I, And I just I, think It's fucking hilarious It's true Because I love you You know that I'm just Do you? Yes. Or is it like on air? <laughs> it's on air <laughs> It's mostly on air You're a weirdo off air But uh, No no I do, I'm a I weirdo you. I everywhere you, you dude. Are, And I love you on the show And everything I Dude just, you should have been At the dime bar last week My parents came You could have figured his, out How that whole evaluation Oh yeah was. right His parents came 
What his parents like? are the most normal people. Of course, right? <laughs> like, you know what it is? They were too easy on him. D- d- they're, no, they're, I'll, t- I'll tell you what happened. They're beyond normal, right? Uh, like, dad's, like, good-looking, like, like in a suit. Mom's pretty hot, actually. Yeah. And they're, you know, and, and they're looking at him. He's laughing at every blowjob joke. The parents are mortified. No, like, they're like, not. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, my mom thinks they're funny. She was giggling. She was having a good time. My dad... He's a little bit straight. It depends on what venue and what mood you get him in. It was in. funny, though, man. But Damon Wayans Jr. went up, and he was fucking dying the whole set. But it, it was also oh, fu- it was funny, though, because, like, I, I, like I, it, it makes me wonder, like, like I, I CB's, you know, CB's obviously a nice kid and a good kid. I, you know, if, I, he was, if he was my son, I, I would probably raise him a little differently. Yeah. You know, like, I, kick him out of the house so we can get a job? Kind of. Yeah, right, yeah. Right. I definitely would. That What's would a job? Right. <laughs> exactly. I would definitely make him get a job. But, it, but you know, there's a, lot, there's a lot of worse things. What are these jobs? There are a lot of worse things he could be, you know. He's, he's got a good heart. Yeah, yeah. You know, but I definitely would have made you get a job. Uh, <laughs> Did you say made the idiot get a job? No, no, you. I oh, I thought you said made... No, here's, so here's, I'm, I'll make it quick. Here's the thing with my parents. And it's like going to a casino. You go to Vegas, you go to a casino, you win $100. You're like, okay, I can win another $100. That's how the birth order came in my family. They had my sister, and they're like, jackpot, she's the best. They're like, let's double up, and out comes Satan. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that explains it. It, it, it should. But no, uh, but I mean, they, I mean, they didn't double down. They clearly wanted to have another child. They couldn't help that. They, but know. but 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 they should have made you get a job. <laughs> they should still make you get a job. Yeah, you should get a job. <laughs> they, I no, love that there's, there's there's three comedians here, and we're the ones saying you gotta have a. We had jobs. Hey, listen, I used to no. work at a French bank. All fucking day. <laughs> a which, yes, bank? Which, by the way, if you're going to work at a bank, work at a French one because they are lazy as shit. We would come in at nine and have breakfast. No, but there's, <laughs> there's first, everyone had breakfast at their desk, right? <laughs> then around 10.30, we started working till about noon. Then a long 90-minute lunch. And then at four o'clock, there was wine. But there's also something that, like... It was wonderful. There's also something that I have to worry about, like, fuck, how am, how am I, I going to pay rent this month? Or what do I have coming up? Or what right, right, do right, I have? Right, right, right. What job do I have? He'll never know that. Like, like that's I've the- had jobs before, but at almost 31 years old, they can't really tell me what to do anymore because I pay my own way, but... The rent still gets paid. All the bills still get paid. and I feel like with CB, he's the kind of guy that if he ever got to the point where he needed to get a job, he would just go ahead and kill his parents for the <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think he would do. <laughs> he's one of those Hollywood Hills murder mysteries. Like, and he's like, I wasn't there. I was no, at the but, fight. But, 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 I don't know what you're talking about. Tyler, 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 I mean, you have two kids, right? I mean, I'm sitting there sometimes going, okay, I have X amount in the bank. I have X amount coming in. All right, how can I, how can I make more money? How can I make this work? What do I got? I to make my career. I mean, that's part of being a fucking man. Seriously, yeah. Right. I, I love the get a job intervention. No, and I had right jobs. Now. This well. is hilarious. I mean, that's, I've always. Loved I mean, it. It, it sucks. Your dad actually spat a word with Adam at the show. <laughs> no, it, it, my dad and his dad became like BFFs. I think they're going to fucking play golf together at some point. But it absolutely sucks. So having I that. thought the tattoo paid fucking, him to practice on him. Suck, but that's sort of what makes people responsible. No, you're right. It and makes like, you fight harder. And like my you, girlfriend you know. says to me, she's like, "That's one of the things I like about you the most, Adam, is how driven you are and how you ha- how you're not going to take no for an answer and how you have to fucking." Get shit done. That know? sounds like a justification for dating the guy that raped you. That's what <laughs> <laughs> it's not rape if it's a relationship. I respect how you don't tell me. The fuck did that come in? I don't even understand these <laughs> fucking comments. <laughs> no, but yeah, I'm, just, I'm just no, joking. but it's true. Uh, and and although I mean, she's very beautiful. Where does she live? 
She lives in uh, she lives in like Marina del Rey. She has a job. She works for us. That's a fun that's commute. A long drive. Yeah, yeah no, it's yeah, no <laughs> for either of you. That's a it's long a, drive. Night, it's about twenty minutes a night. Uh, the thing is, like, and cool. so you go there more than she comes here. And she says that she doesn't want to live together until we get married. Uh, well, then you're never going to live. In, in, in Los Angeles, like two neighborhoods is like a long distance relationship. You're damn right it is. It takes forever to cross those neighborhoods. <laughs> what is your girlfriend? You guys live together? Yeah, we live together. We've lived together like six years. So one year in, you just had to live together? Yeah. And you pay all the rent or you guys split it? Oh, come on, man. What? What year is this? You pay all the rent? Yeah, no. <laughs> really? Yeah, of course we split it. I always She's... paid all the rent when I had a girlfriend. It's because you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you and your wife, you pay all the rent, right? Uh, No. Really? What? My wife's a nurse practitioner. Yeah, but we no, but we split we split things up different ways. Like uh, she pays the rent, and then there's all like she the, pays all the rent. Uh, but you pay all certain bills. Uh, yeah, your wife pays all the rent. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Like I pay for Direct TV, she pays for the internet bill. You know. Yeah. So it's just I mean hers have, is obviously with, less, with, but with, I mean with, it's with, a good with, split. With my ex, I used to pay all the rent. All my girlfriends. I that's good. Listen, you know who I pay all the like, rent for? Okay, see, because I'm 44. If my fiance were 19. <laughs> then I'd pay all the rent. <laughs> yeah. You know, if I'm dating some little like, Greg, oh my god, my parents kicked me out. Then I would pay all the fucking rent. But my, she's a real yeah, person. That, that, that would be a hostage situation. Uh, uh, not even. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's called indentured servitude. <laughs> but even like my prior relationship, I was with a girl for three and a half years, and we were engaged, and she didn't pay a dime of anything for three and a half years. Because you're a sucker. You, because your parents did. No, <laughs> not true. Because your because she was a fucking lazy sack of shit. So then who paid? I had to pay everything. And where did you get the money from? Same place I get my money now. Which is? Bank account. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to sit Bank here and lie to you? You know, I, you know I'm, I'm able to pay all my bills. You know where the money came from. Like, I'm not going to sit here and fucking lie and be like, you know, oh, I, fucking, I was a child actor or whatever. No, you know what? <laughs> I would think that would be better if you did. <laughs> I think it would be better if you were yeah, like, I'm I was not a gonna child lie. actor. But I'm not going to lie. Like, I, you know what? My life is my life. And, and you know, but people the have... Count come from? People... Inheritance, trust fund, whatever you want to fucking call it. From your grandparents? From my grandfather. There you go. Good my, for my grandma On your mom's pa- side or your dad's side? My mom's side. My dad, nice. my dad grew up very poor. His, his parents were... I mean, not very poor, but so they this were... This is like the American dream is to provide for your family. Yeah. But then, you, the, but then CB comes out. You know? <laughs> right. Yeah, but, it's the same, but at the same time, my grandfather worked for, you know, 60 years, starting a company from the ground up. He had real estate. He had a hotel in upstate New York that he, was, he owned. And... He worked his ass off, and like, yeah, my dad worked, but no, you work your ass off at things, just that they don't require getting paid for them. Like, you are no, the hardest graffer I've ever met. My, I'm, I'm not kidding. You, you honestly, I never met anybody. Like, you'll he'll go to an event three days early and scope out where every fighter is going to be to get pictures and autographs. That, like, oh. like there are people that get no, paid for that. I'm, when did I'm we gonna, start calling stalkers graffers? <laughs> not not going to lie. <laughs> not going to lie. And this, this is going to get me in more trouble, but I think it's funny. Because nobody knew who my girl was at uh, 196 because we had just gotten together. Um, I had her running recon by following certain fighters to see where they were headed in the hotel. So, like, I'm not going to mention names, but I'm like, babe, they don't know you. Like, go find out where they're at. But I'm saying, like, you basically are TMZ without the interviews. You need, I look. Just they, start. Just start making clips and selling them TV, TMZ. You really well, you know, no, no, I went. To, I went to Vegas a few weeks ago for the Almeida Garbrandt card, and my friend who went with me didn't believe that I have the relationships I have with certain fighters. So he started filming it See, on here's video. Here's what you do, man. Honestly, I'm, I'm giving you a good advice here. 
get a website. <laughs> get a website, right? Called like CB, CBZ or something, right? And, and what you do is you interview MMA stars, okay? And, and you, you sell advertising and you get exclusive interviews. You're there anyway. And, and that's and how you, you put MMA roasted then, out of business. Why? <laughs> no, you can. No, I've been promoting long, the show though. There's a there's an a, MMA roasted championship belt. About this because Bisping got mad at him. And, and, oh really? And yeah, Bisping bitched me out for three days. I'm over it. I don't and really he was care anymore. He was promoting the show, and I'm like, please don't promote. No, the show no, no, no. But that, no, it was it was separate. But I have the belt. I bring it with me, uh, and right, I and yeah, I yeah. the fighters take pictures with it. A lot of them. Ninety percent. See it? What? Have you seen the MMA roasted championship? And course, I made listen, it. his grandfather worked his fingers to the <laughs> bone running a hotel that he built from the ground up so that this child <laughs> can sit around and make MMA roasted championship belts, okay? I didn't make it. A Pakistani made it. Of course. Exactly. <laughs> so he can order it online. I'm telling you, man. I really think that you <laughs> No, but I, like, I promote the show and I ask the fighters yeah. to like, but take pictures with it paid. and they're cool. Figure and by the way, I lost Bisping. But I gained my respect for Demetrius Johnson, which I'm fine with. I like okay, DJ. Okay, I don't okay, like Bisping. Okay, Anyways. Okay, let's go. Greg. Yes. <laughs> let's so, yeah, get back to website. Tyler and his farewell episode. Yes. Yeah. Tyler, how are you, man? I'm, I'm good, man. It's been a crazy couple of you're weeks. You're an idiot, dude. Are, I, I hear you. I hear you're you. Fucking you. You're finally, look. You're, Have you got your wood work, woodworking tools ready? Because ain't yeah. nothing else to do out there. Oh, dude, you, go be you, in Lumberjack? Listen, yeah. You're he's going to go skate you, Burnside. You're a funny yeah. comic. You're a nice guy. You're doing. You have this dream job where you talk to fighters that you would do for free, which you, you kind of do. You do. All right. Yeah. So, uh, you're a good-looking guy. It, it, Hollywood's not over for you, man. You could get parts <laughs> on TV series. This sounds stuff. like a eulogy to me. It's but what are you I, doing? It is a eulogy. Going to fucking. What are you doing? I uh, I'm making some choices that are uh, putting my family first. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to. <laughs> Uh, I'm just gonna well, play that under. You go yeah, talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> under yeah, yeah. Come on, man. I've reached a point in my life where no, I'm not gonna stop hustling. No, I'm not gonna start grinding. Uh, yeah, I'm, but, I'm it, not gonna, but you're gonna. You're do just it changing in, your home base. You're doing it in Oregon. Yeah, uh, I got a lot of road work, and it, this opportunity came up for my wife. She got a fantastic job. How much offer. of a raise did she get? It's better than what she's making in Los Angeles. It's less days. It's no on call, and my entire family is up in Portland, so. Actually, with with her schedule lightening up and the additional family support, I'll be able to travel more yeah. uh, and easier. Because right now we don't have any family down here, so every time I do a road gig, I gotta we gotta figure out babysitters, childcare. Like she's gotta take shifts off work, so I'm still uh, I'm working, but it's it's every gig's like a. Uh, she just magically found an amazing job in his hometown with all his family. Like I don't know, man. They could sabotage, baby. I think the fix is in. Yeah, my wife's sabotaging me. Sab- yeah, first yeah. by uh, taking your seed, right? <laughs> I, I, two of them, you know, yeah. twice. Yeah, she got me. She I anchor know, babied but, but, but you. But what about she you? Anchor, anchor baby, yeah, that's know, a thing. But, but, yeah. but Tyler, man, like you, you haven't really been going out for TV shows. Like you haven't really, like you've been doing comedy, but there's all these opportunities here that you could that you could still have. I know. There's all these like MTV shows that I could get cut yeah. off of. Hey. <laughs> oh. Drop the mic. Drop the mic no, and walk just, out. Turn no, the page. No, I, <laughs> yeah. 
I've had some. I've had a lot of almosts and a lot of maybes as well. But that's yeah. the thing about L.A., man. Is it's like you can grind and grind and grind, and you get opportunities, and they don't work out. And then there's a point where you go, "What am I?" Uh, you know, it's like you, you keep trying, and it's. I know down here, it's about how many times you you can get up to the plate and swing <laughs> the bat, and hopefully knock one out of the park. Uh, on, yeah, but yeah, yeah. you guys know how it is. Like you, you gotta just be down here, just like going out over and over again. And you get so close to opportunities, and then they don't work out, and it's soul crushing and all that. But like, you guys, I'm in a different, I'm in a different position, man. With the with the wife and the two kids, and uh, I just, uh, I just gotta make this move that's best for the family right now. And I'm still gonna be working. I'm gonna come down. You know, and there's a part of me that kind of agrees with you. It's like when you're here. Sabotage. <laughs> <laughs> you got I'm, I'm self-sabotaging. You got sabotage, dude. No, I don't know. I, pre- You know, you guys are fantastic. I really appreciate all your positivity and support. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see your face as you drive up to Portland. This is hard for me, you guys. How I'm, having my, own, having? I'm having my own self-doubts and my own yeah. struggle with this as well. Really? So, oh, dude. Fuck yeah. Like, personally, on a personal level, this is the best thing ever. It's going to put me close to my family. It's going to put us somewhere we can, we can afford to buy a home. For your family. For the kids. So for you already per- have a home. For personal, we're, we're renting for like a god-awful amount right. of money. You can buy for a lot we less. We can than, buy uh, a house for, for there's a million pers- how, how personal reasons. How much sex do you have reasons. Uh, uh, Once a week? Dodgeball. <laughs> um, hey. Wow. Twice a week? Uh, it varies month to month. Yes, at every relationship, I would imagine, at various I don't know, that's pretty steady, Freddy. Yeah, what? dude, seriously. I'm going you guys like clockwork? Yeah, man, twice a week. Twice a week. Once definitely on Sunday and one you know, variable whenever. Uh, do you, do yeah. you think Wednesday move is going to go up or down? What's that? Tyler, up or down, Wednesday move. Oh, it'll go up. She's got to make it up to him at that point. You think so? Oh, yeah. Now, if it goes down, will you divorce her and take the kids back here? <laughs> yeah? No, you leave no. the kids uh, there, you come back here, <laughs> you get back to your life. I don't know, Greg. Clara was pretty good on the podcast. Who? His my, daughter. Oh, when you were oh, out, okay. I, I, uh, I had to bring my uh, daughter in for a couple <laughs> of like, podcasts because I couldn't. Uh, I had some uh, babysitters flake out on me. So we did a couple co- podcasts with the baby. Look, the look that's awesome. Tyler, you're, you're a nice guy. <laughs> yeah, you know, no, you're it, it, was, a great it, was a, guy. it was a great having you on the show, man. Uh, this, like, honest to God, this has been uh, one of my favorite things about being down here. I look forward to it every podcast. Uh, I, I love the sport. I love you guys. Uh, I love just coming in here and bullshitting about whether we end up talking about fights, doing predictions, or we end up just talking about random comedy stuff or road stories, whatever. I, I, I always look forward to it. it, and it's one of the biggest things that I'm bummed about. About moving is this, so I don't know if we can figure out Collins or Skyping. Yeah, it's or not going to happen. Listen, I was going to say I, 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 I was going to say I'm working at Culver City and I don't get to call in. Yeah, yeah. So. Dude, we got to we got to get on the road. We got to go do some road gigs together. What would George St. Pierre say about you? Uh, I am this, not impressed the, uh, with. <laughs> this is the possibly the worst thing for your career at this time. <laughs> but dude, uh, listen, you get to hang out with fighters. How many fighters are, have, have, have you met personally because of this show? Uh, how many fighters have I met? Yeah. Uh, how many fighters have you talked to? Tyler, Tyler, no, yeah, so many fighters. I, I took you. I took you to the fight. We had third row seats. Uh, 
It was it was one of the the uh, like most spectacular nights uh, ever, dude. It was awesome. Oh, the UFC fight the other yeah. night. Yeah, oh, last, we took, last you took week. Tyler? I was gonna take you, but the last time yeah. <laughs> Adam hooked up tickets. You, you mean the last time I enjoyed it like someone that actually enjoys MMA fights? <laughs> like, dude, I was going nuts, man. Greg, thank you. I was too, and everyone's looking up the goddamn screen. I'm like, the fight's right there. What the fuck are you looking at? We, I know, but you were just yelling "killer" and like running up to the cage. Why not? Okay. Yeah. Well. Yeah. But in 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 defense of Greg. He had somebody, a female version of him, at the last Invicta fight. Oh, yeah, fight. absolutely. I, I know, and, I, and I, I, I'm not going to bring her either. Listen, no, <laughs> no, but what, no, the next time there's a fight, you want to come? Okay, sure, of course. He'll be out of town. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and CB will already be backstage polishing Tanya's uh, dildos. T- Tyler, what would Sage Northcutt think about this? Oh, I think it's a really great move. I mean, family first always. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I've seen... I needed one more. Yeah, I, just, one, I needed one, it. I mean... I'm only 17, but I think eventually I'm going to probably have like six or ten kids, and um, I, I, I want to be somewhere where it would be good for them, too. Tyler, I wish you the best. Yeah, man. You're going to succeed at whatever you do. You're, you got 37 colleges coming up. Okay, you're going to be making a ton of money. You're a smart guy. You're a fun guy. You're one of the best friends I've ever had. You helped me so much with the MMA awards, with the podcast, with everything. I, I really, it sucks you're going uh, because you're irreplaceable. Uh, so it sucks. But uh, I mean, you're you're, not, you're a guy. You know your role. Okay, you're a, you're a great role player. You chime in when you you don't you're not you. It's great. It's great having you, man. And uh, it's it's and you're in great shape for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's I just I, but I think you're making a mistake. You too, Greg. Agreed completely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, you know sometimes it feels like they don't you, you don't get the calls here because you're here and they feel like you're always at their disposal. Whereas if you're out of town and then you come in town, maybe you have a better opportunity. Like they know they got to see you when you're in town. That's a silver lining, maybe. Probably not, though. No. Uh, <laughs> it, I mean, realistically, it's the end of your career, and we'll never hear from you again. But you know, we. <laughs> and I just, I just want to say, I got you into the haha. I, I took you to the fight. You're welcome. I got you on MMA Roasted. No. I took you to MMA Awards. So yes, uh, thank you. You're welcome. You've d- yeah you. <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> yes. You've done more for me um, than probably any other comic awesome. that I've worked with, um, and it's been awesome, man. Uh, like uh, I, I sort of I, for everybody who doesn't know the the initial story, I sort of sort of stock not stocked, but I I yeah, was very I was very um, forthcoming when I approached Adam. I, I saw this guy. I was like, this guy is grinding. He's doing comedy and MMA. He's putting it together, and I was like, this is what I I want to do. This this is exactly he's doing what I want to do. And I just came up to him and I was like, hey man, I want to work with you. I knew he's working on the MMA awards, and I was like, I want to be involved. And he's just like. Uh, I can't pay. I've already got. It's already like you were already halfway through the process, and I was like, I don't care. I just want to be involved. I want to yeah. get in on it. And uh, Adam was like, All right, and just kind of we we started working together, bouncing ideas back and forth and stuff like that. And uh, I know when I first approached you, you were kind of taken aback by like how I was like, who? I felt like I was being like he was going to sell me some type of like you know subscription to something right yeah, right one of those. I, I just saw he looks like he's trying to recruit you to the Mormon religion yeah, that's what yeah, he looks like basically. I was on a bike and a white button up shirt at the time so <laughs> yeah. it was weird but uh, this sounds similar to mine just less stalkerish. no I just I, I'm a huge uh, believer in, in, in mentors <laughs> well when putting... he follows you to your car you don't dial 9 and 1 <laughs> And keep your finger hovering over the one as you walk to your car. When you follow, it's 911 and finger hungers over the You're wrong. 
You're wrong. They dial 911 and the operator goes, oh, wait, CB Gold? All right, I'll stay on the line. No, you're wrong. He's already in your car. <laughs> I'm in the back seat. Can you sign this? Yeah. <laughs> you go to your car and the belt, the MMA roasted belt is in the front seat. You're like, what the fuck? Hey, dude. My grandfather worked his fingers to the bone for me to wait in your car. Snapchat. <laughs> Luckily, he's not alive anymore, and I can live my life how I want. He's, he is alive. He's the only grandparent I have left. TV. Is he still alive? Yeah, what, what he's uh, 94. And he hasn't cut you off? Wow. <laughs> he's 94, your grandfather? Wow. I told you a few weeks ago he turned 94. Wow. One of the craziest parts is that he has a girlfriend, CB. Yeah. That's, that's when I was like, man, I can't have a girlfriend. And this guy. Yeah, and you also met other <laughs> girls I was dating that I brought to the club, too, before that. Yeah, I did. I did meet other girls. That was like the biggest baffling oh, yeah. thing. The that was the biggest that baffling thing. Right? Yeah, that was like the biggest baffling thing. It was like, CB's so weird, but like you told Hanato one day, you're like, he actually gets pussy. I don't get it. And they're hot. I still don't get it. Are you in love with Brie? Have you told, you told her you love her? <laughs> yes. Yeah, you did. Oh, but she, but, oh you, like, every- so you, try, you want to move in with her, but she won't move in with you. Well, the thing is... Because you love to move in well, with girls you tell you love. She stays here, and all of a sudden, like, uh, there's food. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Everything is clean. There's a plant. There's a plant. The like, place I, doesn't I, smell like every dog. Like, everyone's, everything's, like, my bathroom's nice. Yeah, yeah. Would you I, move I, in I with new, her? I had new linens. She'd move in with you here. I have a bigger place. Uh, you should have heard what Greg said. Oh, I said it to him. I and, go, so how much do they pay you to live here? And no, she has a room. This she is has where a, people come to die. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I said, this is where people who have fallen out of Hollywood find. This is the last stop before suicide. Pretty much. <laughs> They're and, like, and, I don't think I'm going to make and it. And she has no. a roommate, too. She has a roommate. Oh, so. uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. This she apartment a complex roommate is, is still better than Oregon, so though. Oh, totally. <laughs> this is still a complex with opportunity. Yeah. Oh, this is better than the I way said, you're going? Yeah. I said it's still better than Oregon. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, this is a nice... Look, I live in a two-bedroom, two-bathroom. No, I'm just giving you the business. It's actually a great little cul-de-sac, and it's very private, and yeah. you have a very big apartment. And they allow pets. That's a, that's yeah, they allow pets. Have one they pay, now? What do they pay you? 600 a month to stay? Well, or? I have actually... <laughs> I have, you don't know this. I have a pregnant cat in my bathroom. Bree found a cat that followed her home that she was actually giving food to. was living in the dumpster. She has a cat. And she's a roommate. So her roommate was like, no, we already have a cat. So now cut to, there's a pregnant cat in my bathroom right now. So if anybody listens to this in L.A. that wants kittens, okay, I will have kittens. Even out of state, we can ship them. What? UPS. No, I'm not. (laughs) Just put a few holes in the box. Have you you met the cat yet? Uh, I saw the picture online that you posted, yeah, but I, haven't, I didn't see her when I came in. She's the nicest cat. Have you yeah. disclosed to the landlords how many animals are living No, here? they have no idea. They think, they, they think that, uh, no, I'm not even going to say, <laughs> maybe someone will contact my landlord. Yeah. Uh, how old are you is, gonna get can you tell puppy? us how old Brie is? Uh, she's 11. Uh, no, no. <laughs> no she has a bite. You, you can hear you. her pulling up now. Ring, 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 ring. <laughs> ring, ring, ring. <laughs> no, she's 25. She's 25, okay. How right. old's your uh, fiance? 35. Oh, wow. So, more appropriate. Not really. It's a, it's a, it's a, no, really. You're 44, and she's 35. So, right. that's nine years. That's nine years. I'm 38, and she's 25. So, 13 so that's 13. Years. It's kind of similar. Again, more appropriate. I'm more be- appropriate. You're the youngest 44-year-old I've met in my life. Yeah, right? I can't believe it either. When I look at I mean, there's nothing about me... That I, may, that, <laughs> you know, except for the bald spot. That's the only part of me that's 44. Even, the rest of me isn't. Nothing is 44. Nothing. you like unreal. Bald you know, Greg, I thought when I met you, you'd be fatter. <laughs> yeah, wasn't that hilarious? So, who said that to us? We it was a guy that invicted. At the Invicta fights, they go, I thought, because we make so many fat jokes about me. He goes, I thought you'd be so much fatter. Because <laughs> we make so many jokes about me being fat, because you guys are all fucking skinny. I'm the fat one. But compared to Remember when that guy said, I thought you'd be creepier to you? 
And oh. then you were like, wait 10 minutes. <laughs> and then he was like, nope, he's that creepy. You're fucking right. That's um, like everybody. Listen, people, I think that's our podcast today. Phil Baroni did not answer his Skype. He's at a strip club. Leave him uh, alone. Yeah, he, he's in Thailand. He's, a, he's, he's busy uh, working on his tan. You know what? I will say this is an amazing so, podcast. He's actually, coaching so res- he's actually coaching wrestling to people in Thailand at Team Hammer House. Uh, and by the way, also, a friend of the show, Michelle Old, uh, really, yeah. really sweet, cool girl, got hit by a car on her motorcycle. Aww. So she needs uh, money. There's a GoFundMe for her. She needs $5,000. She's got two kids, single mom. She's a wrestling coach. Super sweet. Uh, you could, it's on my, the link is on my page. Uh, so help her out because she's, she's a sweetheart. Uh, we have a new sponsor information sorry, next week, which I'm excited about. And uh, if you want to come see me, uh, International Fight Week, I will be at the L.A. Comedy Club July 4th to the 10th, the, the Monday to Friday, and then again on the 11th. I'm going to try to go to 200. I wonder who's covering Saturday. Maybe I should come up and come cover Saturday night. Cover Saturday night? Yeah, why, yeah, not? why not, right? Wait, are you doing the 10th and the 11th either. or just the 10th? I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to UFC 200. That's uh, the 9th. That's the 9th. Okay, so I'm there to the 8th. Monday to Friday, hit me up for tickets, okay? And I'm there on that Sunday. Because uh, I'm, tr- I'm going to try to go to the, the, the Brock Lesnar fight. Don't go there because if I get tickets and I want to take you, then you're going to be like, what the fuck, man? Uh, <laughs> it's all right. You're right. right. No, because if I'm working on Saturday night, I won't be able to go. Right, right. I'll right. be working those shows. Right. So uh, UFC, uh, so you can hit me up and I will hook you up with free tickets. Also, that Thursday night, Leslie Smith is doing stand-up comedy. Nice. Uh, so I got her on a show and I talked to Dean Thomas. He's doing comedy. On one of those oh, nights, he fucking killed at and, the Laugh Factory. And also, Rashad Evans is going to do stand up on one of those wow. nights. Nice, so Rashad. I got a, a bunch of fighters that want to do comedy. That's great. Rashad's so, super funny. Yeah, Rashad has got that talent. He can do voices. But if these guys blow me out, I'm going to be fucking uh, depressed. <laughs> right? You'd be like, well, you know how it is when someone's an, you know an amateur, they get extra support. Like you're doing great, honey. Yeah, you know, or with if you, I, it's a little more critical. So, uh, but, I wouldn't take it too personal. Uh, so anything coming up, Greg? Uh, no, just working on the TV show, to be honest. Again, like I said, it's killed almost everything else. I mean, really, like I'm at the Brea Improv. But you're making money, though. And, yeah, but I'm making, it's a regular job. And again, if we shoot episodes, and it, it could be amazing for my career because it'll be a daily show. You know, so we'll see how it all plays out. Also, Sweet. San Diego tomorrow night at the Comedy Madhouse. I'll be at San Diego tomorrow night. Tyler, what do you got coming up? I'll be at the Brea Improv tomorrow night, by the way, 7 p.m. Yes. Uh, July Sunday. 15th and the 16th, I'm going to be at Laughs uh, Comedy Cafe in Tucson, Arizona. Yeah, I love that club. Uh, it's like shit, but it's a good room. We just lost. Uh, <laughs> we just that, lost is, Gary sorry, Hood, by the way. I don't know if you knew that. What's that? Gary Hood just passed oh, away. Oh no way! Yeah, yeah. So he oh, was. Man. You know, I was just there like two months ago, three months ago, and he looked not well. He had he had a number of health issues, but he passed away. I think. Oh, yesterday. hoodie! Yeah. So. Listen, that guy was there at the very beginning of my career in Dallas. And and he's seen me all the way, you know, from the very oh, yeah. bottom to the middle of the bottom. Sweet guy. He, he uh, mentored a lot. Sweetheart of, of a guy. Yes, that sucks. Wow, hoodie. So I'm looking forward to going back to the club. He's going to be missed for sure, but it'd be good to be back there. Last Tucson, July 15th, 16th. I'm going to be at the Tacoma Comedy Club, July 28th, 29th, 30th. Um, I want to just say real quick to all the MMA Roasted fans, all the listeners, you guys are incredible. You're fantastic. Uh, I love doing the podcast. It's been a pleasure. I love interacting with you guys online on Twitter. Uh, some of you have tweeted me. Some of you have direct messaged me and had conversations with me about stuff uh, from the show. I just want to say thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting us. We love uh, you guys. And um, come see me at a live show somewhere. Say what's up. And uh, keep supporting uh, the podcast. <laughs> 
CB, what do you got coming up? Uh, well, before that, I, w- I have one question for you, Greg. Yes. So I saw you on Family Therapy. Yes. Was Damon Dash about to hurt, like beat you up? No. Because they please. did. How much did they cut from the actual like show to when they put it on the TV? A shit ton. They cut it. You know what I mean? They chop it all up to make it look like there was real tension. Because it was hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, he and I. I mean, I had been jibing him, and he and I had been jawing back and forth. But it was all we after the show. We, you know, I mean, we were totally uh, cool, and everything was totally cool with him. Although he was kind of funny because Damon Dash really thinks. He's he's famous. Like like yeah. he thinks like walking down the street. He wouldn't come out of the van because he was afraid like too many people were gonna recognize him. <laughs> yeah, probably, probably owes him money. You know, so he wouldn't. So he would. So he he was a bit delusional in that regards. But he was. But he and I got along great, and he was actually totally fine. And listen, I was doing what needed to be done, which was get them on stage. What was supposed to happen was all of them were supposed to perform. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, and then they all collectively boycotted it right at the taping. We're all there, and they're all like, "No, what? We've decided as a group, none of us are going to perform." And so then the producers were like, "Well, okay, Greg, you guys." Go ahead and we'll have the comics go ahead and perform. But I decided to get up there and try and goad them into coming on stage. And so that's what I was trying to do. I was trying to light a fire, and, and it worked. I got the Bam's mom to come hey, up. I was going to tell you. Came up. Like, everybody came up because I was like, come on, you want to do it, which they cut a lot of that out. But it was me, like, trying to get them to come up on stage. So really, I had been working to get Damon to come on stage for a few minutes, and then he finally did. I loved April when she got up there. She was my favorite. She was just, wonderful and such a sweetheart of a guy. She's gal. like, you know. So great. Bam, the mom. But, April Margera, uh, yeah, Bam's Bam mom. Margera's mom. And she's like. Bam loses everything. He loses his flight ticket, his hotel key, all this shit. But he doesn't lose my number. And I'm yeah. like, oh, shit. Uh, in terms of what I have coming up, nothing, man. Really nothing going on right now. Just You'll like know when you see him in your <laughs> rearview mirror. Well, listen, guys. I'll be chasing your car. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Uh, next week, there will not be a... Actually, I'm going to do a podcast on location in Calgary with Smolino. Uh, I think if he's if he's down, uh, and then the following week we'll have podcasts here uh, probably on like a Monday or Tuesday, and then I go to Rochester. Uh, so thank you guys very much for uh, listening to the show, uh, and have a rest. Have a good rest of the week. Take care. <laughs>